My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 21st of November. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. It's nice to be back on the podcast, Zara. It's it is nice to be back. a week away. You and I are traversing across the world doing some interesting I things. I look forward to this month being our next best month of podcast listens now that we also haven't been here for a week. That's going yes, to be the, the change. Yes, the myth of <laughs> listens going up when you and I are not here. Could have learned that three and a half years ago. <laughs> Okay, what are we going to talk about today? So, last week, one of the biggest names in artificial intelligence, arguably the only name I know in artificial intelligence, Sam Altman, he was removed as CEO of OpenAI, the tech company behind ChatGPT. If this technology goes wrong, it can go quite wrong, uh, and we want to be vocal about that. We want to work with the government to prevent that from happening. Now, Altman co-founded the company with Elon Musk. You might have heard of him. Mm -hmm. And news of the board's decision to dump him as CEO has taken many in tech and business by surprise. There are plenty of questions surrounding his departure. So in the deep dive today, I want to take you through what we know about why Altman was ousted. Before we get there, though, Sam, what is making headlines? The CEO of Optus, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, has resigned after a mass network outage earlier this month, which left 10 million Aussies without phone services. The outage occurred due to a software upgrade and over 220 calls to triple zero failed to get through. During a Senate hearing on Friday, Rosmarin denied rumours that she was stepping down, but in a statement from Singtel, which is Optus's parent company yesterday, she said, Having now had time for some personal reflection, I have come to the decision that my resignation is in the best interests of Optus moving forward. Gender-affirming procedures could be subsidised by Medicare. The Medical Services Advisory Committee is considering an application that would subsidise gender-affirming surgery procedures including facial and genital procedures, chest surgery and voice surgery. That's in a bid to improve the quality of life of transgender people. The committee is an independent body that assesses and advises the government on whether a new medical service should be publicly funded. Over 3,000 fires have broken out in Brazil this month, destroying nearly 770,000 hectares of the largest tropical wetlands in the world. In the same period last year, there were fewer than 70 fires in the area. Endangered jaguars and more than 150 other mammal species are at risk from the destruction of habitat caused by the blazes. And the good news, gases produced by landfill in the ACT will be used to power over 10,000 homes. The new gas expansion project at the Canberra Landfill Facility will reduce carbon emissions by using methane from landfill to then generate power. Once it's completed, the site should be able to generate 50,000 megawatt hours of energy. All right, Sam, uh, tell me, are you planning to set up a globally defining tech company in the future? No, globally defining media company would be nice. <laughs> okay. um, but this is it's nice to be talking about Sam again. However, I am noticing that every time there is a Sam on the podcast, it's, it's, not, 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 it's not for news. great reasons. We've no, had- and I mean, if this is the first episode you've listened to, we did an episode, was it last, week before last, 
about Sam Bankman-Fried, who was the founder of FTX, and he was a tech founder uh, who is now in jail. Um, This story is not following the same trajectory, but indeed is another story, I guess, of these uber-powerful, like very well-known, very successful founders named Sam who are having a bit of a fall from grace. So why don't we start off with a bit more information about Sam Altman? Mm -hmm. What do we need to know about him as a founder? So Sam Altman is a 38-year-old co-founder of the company that owns ChatGPT. Now, that parent company is called OpenAI and... Though we've only really been speaking about it recently, it actually was founded in 2015. I thought I would ask the product of Sam Altman's brain, ChatGPT, exactly who Sam Altman is, and here's what it said. Sam Altman is a well-known entrepreneur and investor and has been involved in various projects and organizations, including co-chairing OpenAI. So that's what the free version of ChatGPT told me. Um, But because we don't pay for it, we don't have any info (laughs) past January 2022. So uh, it doesn't actually involve any news of his sacking in that summary. But his backstory is, I guess, exactly what we've come to expect from a tech whiz. In an interview with The New Yorker, he said he disassembled a Macintosh computer when he was eight years old. Another another Sam trait. The most terrifying part is I actually could see you doing that. I would love that. I think of it as like really complex Lego. Yeah, right. What all eight-year-olds are doing there, definitely. Um, And that was actually around the same time that he started to get into computer programming. Very cool. In 2005, when he was at Stanford University, Altman turned to his friend and said, wouldn't it be great if I could open my mobile phone and see a map of where all my friends are? I know that that idea doesn't seem so wild now that iPhones and you know other tech we regularly engage with can do that. But in the early 2000s, that was still a long way off. So Altman became inspired by the idea of launching an app with some mates and he ended up dropping out of uni to do just that. Altman has also got his own cryptocurrency called WorldCoin, currently has millions of users around the world. So it does seem like even from a tender age of eight, mm. he was destined for this career mm. in tech. How did he end up, though, not just being another tech whiz, but actually a really defining AI whiz? Well, Altman was involved in what's now called as effective altruism for many years before he got into AI. What do you mean by that? Well, in the business world, it's basically all about building a company that's focused on improving the welfare of society. So investors like Altman wanted to put money into these sorts of businesses. And hang in here because it actually explains how we got to the point of a co-founder being kicked out of his own company. So just put a pin in that. We will come back to that later. Pin put in. Yeah. Okay. But the whole point of effective altruism is to keep focused on promoting a vision rather than being purely focused on profit. Right. Uh, In 2015, Altman launched OpenAI with Elon Musk, who, yep, no background needed. But the company's mission was to, quote, advance digital intelligence in the way that is most likely to benefit humanity as a whole, unconstrained by a need to generate a financial return. Very lofty ambition Mm. there, I'd say. And at the outset, which I think is really interesting, OpenAI was actually listed as a non-profit organization. Wow, so basically a charity. Pretty much. It was initially relying on donations to do its work and was governed by the same laws as charities would be. About three years later, though, the company changed its structure. It kept the nonprofit side of things and then launched a subsidiary company called OpenAI Global, where it could raise some money and could hire world-leading talent because 
Unfortunately, Silicon Valley tech bros don't come for free. So they basically split off the company and made a non-profit bit and then a for-profit bit. Exactly. And they also got huge backing from investors. The biggest one that we know of was from Microsoft, obviously tech giant. Um, They announced a big partnership with OpenAI earlier this year, and that was estimated to be worth around $10 billion. So what you end up with is quite an interesting company and also a board that's made up of six people. None of them are investors in the company, which I'd say is pretty rare. Yeah, very rare. Yeah. What was also quite unusual was that Altman actually admitted he didn't have any shares in his own company. I have no equity in OpenAI. You need a lawyer or an agent. I'm doing this because I love it. Interesting, because he was really passionate about that not-for-profit bit, but it was the for-profit bit that had the shareholders because they were the ones that put money into the company. It's so interesting, and it's certainly unorthodox. Under this new structure, Sam Altman was appointed CEO, and he was also made one of the six board members. Three of them worked for OpenAI, and three of them were directors of other companies. And that brings us up to speed on OpenAI. That is, until a board meeting last week. Really interesting situation. You have this company that's quite literally developing something with the whole world watching and mm. we're all tinkering around with it. It was the it. only thing people were talking about it's a for huge, like the yeah. first six months of this year. It's very rare that a company comes across the world and changes the ways mm. that we could work and we could live. Right, this one did it. But all of this is now, for Sam Altman at least, come crumbling down. What's happened? Basically, Sam Altman was fired as CEO by his own company. So late last week, OpenAI released a statement saying that board members had lost confidence in Altman because he was not, quote, consistently candid with them. We don't fully know what that means, but it clearly has something to do with transparency or honesty or something of that nature. A statement from the board of directors said that OpenAI was grateful for Altman's contributions to the founding and the growth of the company. The chair of the board, Greg Brockman, was also removed and said he was excluded from the vote to oust Altman as CEO. A joint statement from Altman and Brockman said they were shocked and saddened by the decisions. So I have to reiterate, this is a really strange situation to have a founder being sacked by his own company but he doesn't even have shares in his own company. Mm. It's just a very odd structure. It is, but it's not the first time we've seen something like this. There have been some other high-profile ones, right? Yeah, so uh, Steve Jobs was fired by Apple in 1985 after he had a tiff with the company's board of directors. I remember when we were writing our book, because we have a section on tech, I went really deep into this because I was so intrigued Mm. by it. Because he returned. He got brought back. Yeah, Yeah. and I just can't imagine the egos and what actually happens with like personality politics to be kicked out and then re-enter. Anyway, that's an aside. So there was Apple and then there was also Eduardo Saverin, who was a co-founder of Facebook. He had his shares diluted in an effort to reduce his power over the company, which you may remember from pivotal scene in the social network. You think we were going to let you parade around in your ridiculous suits pretending you were running this company? Sorry, my Prada's and the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebag. Security's here, you'll be leaving now. And recently, the board of directors of Uber forced co-founder Travis Kalanick to resign in 2017 after allegations of sexual harassment at the company. So that's clearly a different situation to what we have on our hands here, but nonetheless, the same result. Altman is gone. What's going to happen with the company now? 
So the board announced an interim CEO, but there has been a lot of speculation over the weekend that Altman could actually somehow get back into the company. Steve Jobs style. He posted on X saying, I love the OpenAI team so much. And the new CEO shared it with a blue love heart emoji. This is truly a sign of the times when, you know, major kind of well-defining companies are having their... We're trying to read into what a blue heart heart emoji is. But there are reports in the media that Altman went to OpenAI headquarters over the weekend to have talks about returning as CEO. And he has the support of some big investors and senior figures at the company. We don't know for sure what the discussions with the board have been about, but Altman did leave us a clue on social media. He posted a selfie wearing a guest lanyard that read... First and last time I ever wear one of these. This is a very odd, it's all very odd, this situation. It's just like a TV show. Yeah. But I just think... It will be a TV show. But I think, you know, this is an interesting one of, you know, we often speak about whether something is news or noise mm. um, at the Daily Oz. Like, is this, is talking about this meaningful? Mm. Is it important that we talk about it? Or is it just, you know, big tech leaders and their ego? And I do think that this one especially is really important to discuss because at least in our industry, something like ChatGPT has the power to literally change from the bottom up how this industry works. I agree. And I think who is leading ChatGPT is news. Like whoever's hands that ends up in. Yeah. Like, you know, just as we saw Elon Musk's ownership of X really change the game, there is something to be said about who is taking the reins of these platforms. And especially with such little regulation, because it's such a new thing, I do think this is a really interesting story in and of itself. But then also, of course, in the broader kind of pattern of these big tech leaders just falling like dominoes. And just in the quick update to this story that only broke late last night here in Australia, Microsoft has hired Sam Altman to lead their advanced AI research team. They've actually hired him and Greg Brockman and it's come almost immediately after the pair left OpenAI. So Microsoft's chief executive announced the surprise move and basically said that they still believe in the products that Sam Altman and Greg Brockman have to make and that they want them to do it at Microsoft instead. It has this interesting subplot of what is happening with the way that these founders are setting up their companies. Mm. And how do you end up in a position where something like that being ousted is even possible? Mm. And surely after some of the examples that we ran through, someone as smart, you know, who was making computers at eight years old, someone as smart as Sam Altman would have put some safeguards in place to not get kicked out. But turns out he didn't. That's all for today's episode of The Daily Oz. We'll be back again tomorrow. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to leave a rating on Spotify or leave a comment on Apple. It really helps us get in front of more people uh, and helps us keep our job as founders for now. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha